0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network.
1: Hey Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the uh, FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We should straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, make sure to check them out. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Please make sure to follow the show. That way you'll know when a new one comes out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. And there's another FinFans podcast. Uh, <laughs> we just finished watching the... Uh... Los Angeles Chargers chew up our Dolphins um, with Louis Ergoni. How are you, Hello, Louis?
0: Dolphins. Oh, Mike, that's a silly question. How am I? My goodness. I mean, I'm not good. I can tell you that. I you know. Mean, I don't know, I know. What, what Dolphin fan would be good with that. Um, you know, frustrating, horrible effort, you know, on, on the offensive side. You know, I felt, uh, you know, the defense held us, held us in there the offense just another bad effort you know just disconnected completely um receivers one way balls going other ways um it just seemed like they they were not sharp in the least and i i can't put my finger on as to what the issue is but you know Tua was just not it's two bad games in a row now and um Can't quite put my finger on it. Don't know what the receivers were doing at times when balls were up in the air. Don't know if they were expecting the passes or just didn't see them. They got lost in the lights. But, you know, both football teams were playing under the same lights and under the same conditions. So I I don't have answers, Mike. I I just don't know. But, it, you know, it was not a good effort at all.
1: When you put together back-to-back weeks of inept offense, for lack of a better word, Right. You got to ask yourself why what's going wrong and and when they're watching film all week coming back out the next game and doing the same things that didn't work the week before. Right. I got to question that. You know, I I did not like the offensive game plan tonight. I I just felt like they were, you know, trying to dig in a well that's dry.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm in total agreement with you. Um when we did the preview show you know, we were talking. You know, I think you and Daniel were saying that you know, I expected ex- them to run, absolutely, to run the ball. And you know, I wanted them to run the ball more. But I said in the previous show that I don't know what you guys think is going to change because nothing has changed from week to week in regard to our game plan. And um, you know, tonight they had 19 runs, including two as three, right. You know, tonight they did run the ball obviously a little bit more than they did last week. But the difference between last week and this week was simple fact that there were guys wide open last week and there were plays left on the field. And Tua was just off on a lot of his passes. There were guys running open. Tonight, you know, San Diego's game plan was simply to take the middle of the field away. I mean, and Tua was still throwing the ball in the at times, quadruple coverage. I mean, the one pass down the middle of the field, there was four guys around Tyreek Hill. I mean, I'm not quite understanding, you know, what he's seeing in these situations. You know, guys are completely covered, and he's isolating on them. So, obviously, he's seeing that there's a guy draped on him, and he's still throwing the ball in that direction. You know, he's not checking down. He's not going to his second or third options, and and he had opportunities to do that tonight and just didn't. I have never, Mike, honestly. I mean, I'm looking at his numbers tonight. You know, ten of twenty-eight for 145 yards on Marino's worst days, and I, you know, Marino's a Hall of Fame quarterback, but on his worst days, he would not have this type of football game. So, oh, I don't know. There was a couple of games up in Buffalo that were pretty ugly, but. Uh... Yeah, I mean, but not not to this extent. it's a different type of game. Uh,
1: You know, Marino (laughs) had guys bearing down on him that were going to beat the snot out of him, and I'm not sure the same applies with two, especially with some of the uh, uh, calls we saw today, like when uh, Phillips uh, sacked Herbert, and uh, they they flagged him for... uh, landing on him when he had his arms extended so he wouldn't put his weight on him i really thought that was a bullshit call
0: but that's you know that's neither here nor there the bottom line is worst 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 roughing the passer call i've ever seen and i watch a lot of football mike yeah i know it that was ugly may have been the most ridiculous one i've ever seen now it didn't come back to hurt us other than the fact it took a few minutes off the clock but yep because we wound up stopping them right. on that drive right. anyway, but just an absolutely horrendous call. But yeah, go ahead, go back. To well, you know,
1: I, I'm not. It you can't even compare to uh, to Marino simply because of the errors that they played in, and you know the the type of teams they had. Uh, you know, Dan always had a halfway respectable offensive line, and uh, you know we've got some holes on this line. You know, we're plugging people in to try
0: and get through a season. Yeah, but Mike, the line's not the problem. So let's I just get man. off of that right this now. Week, I mean, this week, this week it wasn't. No, and, and last week for the most part, it wasn't either. I but
1: mean, you, you you might see them more apt to run the ball if they had more confidence in the offensive line. That's all I'm saying.
0: Well, all I can tell you is this is that, you know, you had Armstead back tonight, and um, you know, when they did attempt to run the ball, They had some nice runs, you know. I mean, they only ran the ball between the two running backs 15 times. And, you know, Mozart had a 13-yard run. Wilson had a 20-yard run. But, you know, Mike, they come out of the gates, and they ran basically the same three plays that they do on a consistent day. They threw a fly pattern down to Tyreek Hill that was somewhat underthrown. You know, he threw it late. You know, I wish there would come a point where – he just leads them and allows Hill to run under a pass down the sideline rather than having the weight on it. Um, because I think they had isolated coverage down there and they could hit on that. And then the next couple of plays, it's three, three passes and out. He
1: kind of did do that on the pass that Hill didn't see, he got lost in the lights.
0: Yeah, I don't know what happened on that. I think that, you know, because that Tyrese, looked like it was
1: actually out in front of him.
0: Yeah, he, 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 it, it it almost looked like he was going farther down the field rather than across the field, to it, through it, across. They, yep. they would, Mike, they were just off. And, yep. you know, I think that, you know, as you watch the game tonight, you know, they, they had an opportunity to really do nothing other than practice and to just, sit down and get focused on this football game because they stood in california all week yeah sure. and you know they i know in the preview in the previews leading up to it they they brought that uh somebody had said mcdaniel had said it's been a great week because the players had nothing else to do other than the practice and to hang out with each other right and to you know get focused on Mm -hmm. on on the task at hand and they looked just the complete opposite, at least on the offensive side. Um, you know, the defense didn't have one of their better games either, but you know, they kind of held it together. Listen, this is this is a really good offensive team. And Mike Williams came back tonight, and you know, of course, that's our luck as always, but you know, you want to play teams when they're at strength of course. because you want to measure where you're at. Of and course. um, If you have playoff aspirations, you're going to be playing good teams. Of course, you're going to be playing teams that are capable of moving the football on you. Now, you know, you got guys like Herbert, a quarterback, Eckler, you know, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen are both exceptional. You know, Gerald Everett's a very, very accomplished tight end. They have players on that side of the football. And, you know, our secondary with Kahoo and with some of, you know, Eric Rowe, who, you know, I think left the game in the fourth quarter. It was out most of the fourth quarter. These are backup guys. I mean, Cahoo's like basically our third or fourth option right now at that cornerback position on our depth chart. And, um, you know, they held together about as well as they could. Um, You know, they held San Diego to 23 points. And when you looked at our offense and the amount of plays that we were on the field, I mean, what do you say, Mike, when we were talking before we got on, that they – San Diego had the ball two-thirds of the time tonight.
1: Yeah, they ran 78 plays. And in time of possession, they had the ball for – we had the ball for 20 minutes and 22 seconds.
0: And so that means they had it for close to 40 yep, 40 minutes. 39, which, 38. Which is, which is absolutely insane. I mean, you know, you were going against a Los Angeles Charger team that was down three starters on defense. And I just expected more. Um <laughs> You know you you can we, we can you and lot- everybody else <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, this was a game where you know i I said that we were going to have to score thirty points or more in order to win it, but you know twenty four would have won it tonight, you know because i i I felt that the chargers, if Mike Williams was healthy in playing, that they were going to be able to move the football a little bit on us, and they did, you know, but for the most part. You know, the defense made enough plays to where if the offense came to play, we should have won this football game. We, I mean, with the amount well, of Well, here's talent. the
1: story to me. We were 3 of 11 on third down conversions, and uh, they were 9 of 18.
0: Yep. They they were converting on 50% of them, and a lot of dinking and dunking, Mike. They had a couple of plays down the field, but my goodness. I mean, Keenan Allen, 12 catches for 92 yards. Yep. I mean- you know, it's not a big average per catch. Um, Eckler, eight for 59. You know, that's about, you know, roughly a little bit over seven yards a catch. Uh, Gerald Everett, the same thing, a little bit under six yards a catch on five receptions. And then a couple other guys had receptions of five yards, six yards, and eight yards. Um, you know, I mean, it, you know, it was a situation where they had, I if I'm not mistaken, Mike, they had a total of four plays that went, for over 15 yards, um, you know, passing the ball, which is crazy when you look at it. I mean, it's just absolutely crazy. They had four plays total in their passing game that went over 15 yards down the field. They dink and dunked on us all night, and it was a great game plan. You know, I felt we got totally out coached tonight on both sides of the football. I
1: did too. Why don't you talk um, about uh. <laughs> Boyer and, and your problems with what he did.
0: Oh God. I mean, you know, right before the half, you know, when the and, and that that became a very big play in the game, if you think sure. about it, right? I mean, you know, you've got a third down and goal from where were they, Mike? The eighteen? Yep. I mean, and, and he he sends a three man rush and drops eight guys into the end zone. So they just dump the ball off to Eckler and he's got five friggin' guys blocking for him. And he gets down to the one-yard line, and they score on the next play. I mean, you know, in hindsight, you know, you hold them there to the field goal. You know, you may have a different situation in the fourth quarter. I would just like to know what Boyer was thinking. I I don't know what he was thinking. I mean, you got to have guys in the middle of the field because, you know, you can't just leave it open like that. You know, when they showed from behind the quarterback the view of the play, you know, even the announcers, you know, Collinsworth uh, mentioned it. Look, they dropped eight guys into the end zone. So all he had to do was dump it, and Eckler just kept running and running. Yeah, and he Had, had blockers it in front down, of down, I'd have understood it, but not on third down. Not on third down because, you know, this head coach is very aggressive. And my thought was even if he got down to the three- or four-yard line, Mike, that he was going to go for it on fourth down because yeah, they maybe. were getting the ball back to start the third quarter. So, you know, you want to be in a situation where just keep doing what you're doing. You know, you don't have to blitz, fake a blitz, drop got eight guys in the coverage and send three guys, but don't show them that that's what you're good. You've got three guys at the line of scrimmage and eight guys right. 20 yards off the football. I mean, just a horrible, horrible. You're horrible making it too easy on play. the offense. That's way, all. way too easy. Way yep. too easy. And all they did was dump it and. You know, Eckler got down to the half-yard line. They scored on the next play, and, and, you know, that that was a big, big touchdown in the game. You know, there's lots
1: of blame to go around. You can throw some at Boyer. You can throw some at McDaniel. You certainly can throw some at Tua because he really wasn't sharp today.
0: Right, Um, and that's – yeah, go ahead. You
1: know, you can keep throwing it because there's a lot of people who, you know, didn't play well. But on the other side of that, there were a couple of guys I thought had an excellent game, and and I think you'll agree with me, uh, Phillips and Wilkins. I, I thought they were outstanding.
0: Yeah, they did. I mean, before before we move on, though, Mike, I you know I did want to say that you know we can't put all the blame on Tua. Um, you know because I felt that you know the game plan, Mike, was much of the same. And you know teams watch film. I sure. mean, they had linebackers dropping twenty yards off the ball. You counter that by throwing the type of screens like like they did, you know, or balls in the flat over and over and over again. That's all Los Angeles did all night with Herbert. And um, you know, I mean, Mikey completed 40 passes for, you know, for 360 yards. You know, it wasn't like you know, when you complete 40 passes, you know, you're thinking, man, you know, this guy had to have 500 yards Yeah, it passing. wasn't Air Coriel. <laughs> exactly. It wasn't Air Coriel. You know, it wasn't that type of situation. It was a lot of dinking and dunking. So, you know, in regard to, you know, the whole Tua situation, he had another bad game. But, you know, some of the blame has to fall on the offense, the offensive coordinator, you know, McDaniels play calling. You know, his game plan coming in, you know, you come out of the shoot and you're throwing the ball three times right out of the bat. This is one of the worst run defenses in football. And, you know, the strategy, I mean, I I feel that we have guys that are more than capable of running the football. And, you know, Mozart had the majority of his carries later in the game, you know, so. You know I'm having a hard time understanding as to why they are doing that because it, to me it seemed like they you know they there was a point in this season where they were running the ball really well, and they just decided to abandon it over the last three weeks or so you know and I don't understand the thought process behind it, but I will tell you this you know the last two weeks the offense has been absolutely horrible, and now you're going up to Buffalo next week and um you know, that's going to be an extremely, extremely tall task, you know, if if we don't change things up a bit. Because, you know, teams are just going to start to defend us the same way that uh, San Diego did today. And they, they shut us down completely, minus those two plays, Mike. I mean, you know, we, we have nothing, you, well, know, you know, other than a long Buffalo field goal. Buffalo will play a lot the
1: zone and they'll just sit back and let you catch it underneath, and they'll come up and pop you.
0: Right. But you know what, Mike? It's, it's fine – to complete passes underneath, as long as you're getting positive yardage. Right. But when you're throwing the ball, and and I, you know, me and you talked about this during the game. You know, I I told you, I said, Mike, these pass attempts twenty yards down the field are, you know, we're not completing any of them. I mean, they got to start dunk, dinking and dunking a little bit underneath to maybe the running backs in the flat, to maybe smite off the line of scrimmage, do something different. You know, anything. You have you to know, because it's not gonna work. They're defending what you're doing. They did it all night, and in the second half, we had opportunities on a few drives to, you know, to do some things, and it was much of the same. You know, we had drive stall in the second half. Very, very frustrating. You know, very frustrating. I football mean
1: football at that level will humble humble you real quick. Okay. Yes. Because these coaches sit there and they go over film, they see what your tendencies are and they figure out a way to stop it. It's Mm -hmm. that simple. Yep. And if you don't adjust, if you don't evolve as an offense, you're not going to have success. And and that sort of looks like where we're headed. So I I think McDaniel has to find some other things to do besides feeding Hill and Waddle.
0: Yep, absolutely. I mean, without a question of a doubt. You have to get other guys involved. You know, we, we've talked about this over and over again. And, um, you know, the running backs out of the backfield have got to be – I mean, listen, Gesicki has just fallen off the face of the earth as well, Mike. I mean, this guy has been non-existent for, I mean, weeks now. I mean, two targets, again, no receptions. I mean, I think last week he had one target with, with no receptions. Yeah, I, I think mean. so. Uh, You know, he's just become obsolete in this offense. And the running game has become obsolete. I mean, Waddle the last two weeks has basically disappeared. I mean, he had two catches for 31 yards. Four targets. Four targets. I mean, you know, last week he had one catch for 13 yards. I don't remember what it was. But there's something not right here.
1: We'd like to throw a shout out to DraftKings for sponsoring our show. And uh, here's a little message, and we'll be right back. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. I trust them. You get your money when you're supposed to. Everything is above board. Now, right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Now check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost. The bigger your shot to win big. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code TPPN. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details.
0: There's definitely something not right here. It's very frustrating. You know, you look at our, 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 our possessions in the second half. Three plays for one yard and a punt. You know, then the next possession, five plays, 76 yards, and the touchdown, the hill. You know, 60 of that obviously came on the long pass. Our next possession, and these were, these were the two, as far as I was concerned, Mike, these were the two key possessions in the game. Third quarter, um, you know, four eighteen left. We had five plays, got a total of 15 yards and a punt. And then at the 14:52 mark in the fourth quarter, six plays, 29 yards, and another punt. Those two possessions right there yeah. are where you have to get it done. You That's have, right. you have yeah. to get it. It's crunch time. You've struggled. Let's let's get it rolling. Let's figure something out and 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 do something to spark your football team because the defense at that point in the game, Mike, they were keeping us. In the football game, the Chargers… we're in the
1: fourth quarter and we're down by six points as bad as we looked. Yes. Was incredible to me.
0: Yep, absolutely. And, you know, they held the Chargers in the third quarter to a field goal, Mike. Yeah. You know, so, you know…
1: You know, people are going to get on Howard and they're going to get on the defense, but you got to understand, they were were on that field an awful long time tonight. And uh, when you do that to your defense time and time and time again, they're going to wear down a bit. You know?
0: Absolutely. Imagine running
1: up and down that field 78 times.
0: Mike, the defense gave up a total of six points in the second half. Yep. Six points. Yep. Six points.
1: Yep. and I'm not pointing fingers at the defense.
0: And they were on the field an awful lot up to that point. A lot. I mean, some of it because they just, you know, they had pressure on Herbert and he kept – Stepping Making up, plays, moving right? out right, moving out left, dinking and dinking and dunking, and picking up first downs. They 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 did a lot of bending, but they didn't break. You know, getting back to, I know you were talking about the defense, and absolutely, there were guys that Wilkins was just absolutely phenomenal, as you mentioned. And who else did you mention? Phillips. Mike? Phillips, absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, I felt that Siler had a good football game as well. I mean, you, the inside of the defense I thought played well. Mike Eckler 15 attempts, 15 for uh-huh. 45 yards. Yep. 3, Three yards, yards a cap. Mhm. Okay. You know, Herbert had four attempts for 8 yards and he can hurt you running the football as well. I mean, listen, you know, when you look at the defense as a whole, this this is a really good San Diego team when they're at full strength offensively. When they have all their weapons, and they did have all their weapons tonight. And, you know, I felt that the defense played well enough to win the football game. The offense just, you know, didn't contribute. They needed to... Mike, we didn't have any kind of drive. Do do you know what our longest drive (laughs) of the game was? We had seven plays on one possession. Okay, yards. Seven plays... For twenty-eight yards. That was our longest. I'm I'm sorry. No five. Wait a minute. Just give me one second. The time of possession is what I'm looking at. Okay. I'm trying to look at here and uh, three
1: thirty-three in the fourth quarter.
0: Three thirty-three in the fourth quarter was our longest six 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 play twenty-nine yard drive. Yep. And we wound up punting on that drive, and that was at the beginning of the fourth quarter. I mean, so you took. Three and a half minutes off the clock to run six plays, and you went 29 yards and punted the football. I mean, you know.
1: Uh, Let me just read these times, okay? The first drive, 23 seconds. Second drive, three minutes, 22 seconds. Third drive, a minute, 33. Fourth drive, a minute, four. Fifth drive, 219. Sixth drive, 18 seconds. I think that was the half. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the next one, 55 seconds. The next one, 242. The next one, 243. And then the 333 and then 130.
0: I mean, so uh, everything. That's, that
1: explains why the defense has given up a few completions.
0: Around one <laughs> or two minutes. You want to hear some of the San Diego drives? First, no. dri- first drive of the game, uh, eight minutes and 40 seconds. Their second yeah. drive, three minutes Third drive, almost three minutes. Then you know they had a three minute and forty five second drive. But these
1: drives were ending up in points,
0: right? Exactly. And then in the fourth quarter, they had the big one, which was another eight minutes. And I mean, identical to the to the first drive yeah. of their game, eight minutes and thirty nine seconds, twice in the football game. Seventeen plays and fifteen plays on those drives. I mean, you know, th- those are long. Like you know, just. They, they had just a, kept
1: a thirteen play drive as well.
0: Yep, a thirteen yard play drive. I mean thirteen play drive, ninety yards as well. Um, that was the drive right before the half. So you yep. had some, you know, some pretty long drives there with just constant dinking and dunking. And you know, Herbert was just exceptional tonight. Um, he threw the ball fifty one times and I think he only threw what, eleven incompletions, twelve, twelve, 12 incompletions. Yeah. Um you know, didn't make a mistake. I don't know if he threw an interceptable pass tonight, Mike. I mean, in fifty-one attempts, I don't know if we got our hands on a ball that was close to an interception once. Is that accurate? I don't remember any. I don't remember either. You know, it. You know what? What is also upsetting, Mike, is the fact that we didn't turn the ball over at all tonight either. You know, we we still weren't able to overcome. It's it. It's just frustrating. It really is. I mean. To his numbers tonight were just I I, I haven't seen this since. Well, no, he Dilfer. threw for
1: 145 yards and Herbert threw for 367. So, you know that's <laughs> that's that's the difference in the ball game.
0: You take the 60 yard pass away from Tyreek Hill and Mike, and it becomes even worse. And I you're know talking about 85 yards passing, right on, on, deep, on nine
1: completions
0: against a defense that was shorthanded tonight, you know, yep. in in the Chargers. So, I you know, I I like we said earlier, Mike, and I don't want to harp on to it because I felt that the game plan was was interesting to begin with and not a good one as you mentioned. And in the second half, they ran the ball a little bit more. They were they were somewhat successful on certain runs and they did get a couple of first downs, but they didn't incorporate anything else into the game. It was a lot of the same and their drive stalled because of it. You know, I, I, I don't have answers. I really don't, you know, I think this team is trending, you know, in, in the wrong direction right now, which is obvious to anybody who watched the last two games. It's not the fact that they've lost these two games, Mike, it's how they're losing. Uh, these exactly.
1: Games. Exactly.
0: You know, you've got a defense that's missing a lot of pieces that is, is, you know, holding their end of the bargain up and the offense is just absolutely letting us down two weeks in a row. I mean, these were two games that, especially tonight, you know, you lose by six points.
1: Yeah, the Chargers are not the 49ers.
0: By no means. Absolutely not. You know, and by the way, Mike, you know, the 49ers put an ass whipping on the, on the, on the Bucks yep. today and their offense with that kid, um you know when pretty, uh-huh. just you know and and Tampa's a pretty good defense so anybody who's down on our defense you know i mean listen you know week to week everything's different but i mean San Francisco just annihilated Tampa today and you know we were in that football game last week as well simply because the defense held us together because it was much of the same on the offensive side they got to figure it out mike um you know, there's 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 some play calling and, and some some play, you know, schemes and things that teams are sitting on now. And, you know, you've gotta approach games very differently week to week. I mean Belichick's well, been a that's incredible. what we
1: were promised, right?
0: Yep. Absolutely. I mean, Mike Belichick was, you know, the master of changing a game plan from week to week. And yes. um, you know, that's what the great coaches do. You know, McDaniel up to this point, you know, the offense was being extremely successful against some of the lesser teams. But, you know, as you go back and you look at our schedule, you know, there's some telling tales in some of these games, Mike. You know, the, the Pittsburgh game, you know, we use we used the excuse of the fact that, you know, it was Tua's first game back and we gave him the benefit of the doubt, but You know, he looked great on those, you know, opening that game. And then we just went into, you know, oblivion, you know. Um, The first half against Detroit um, wasn't spectacular. The second half, I think we turned it on and shut them down. You know, we had a good game against Chicago, a good game against Cleveland. Great game
1: against Cleveland.
0: Yeah. And, you know, great game against Cleveland. Probably the best complete game we played all year. I think so. Um, You know, we had a good game against Houston, but these last two weeks, you know, the offense looked like they did that night against Pittsburgh. You know, so we've got to figure out something because the next four weeks, we're playing some really good offensive football teams. and. If you're expecting our defense to win us this game these games, it's not going to happen. You know, Buffalo and Green Bay are both extremely good offenses and our de- and our and our offense is gonna have to score points against them. You know, New England and the Jets, they're not as you know, they're not as efficient offensively, but you know, the Jets, this kid White looks He's really playing good. pretty well He's that playing kid Playing pretty well. And um you know, up in New England is not gonna be an easy game either. You know, if they're running the football well on us or if Mac Jones is hitting hitting passes. The offense has to come to play, or else um we're gonna be on the outside looking in. You know? I mean it's you know, it's a four game season now and you know, we've put ourselves right back in the middle of the pack. You know, we're right there with everybody else now.
1: Well, like you said, they're gonna to have to figure out you know, what they want to do going forward. Are the, are they going to be stubborn and keep doing the same thing over and over again when it's not working? Or are they going to find something else to rely on? You know, It'll my, be interesting to see.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a situation where, you know, you can run the plays that have been successful, but you have to incorporate other things. Into Off the of mix. it, sure. You have to. I mean, you know, you get, you know, Hill and Waddle on one side of the field and you isolate – Sherfield or cedric wilson or whoever you want to isolate you know get them isolated one-on-one and hit them on slants i mean you talked about that during a game you said when was the last time we ran a slant into the middle of the field you yeah. know i yeah. mean you know it's the same plays. well they're all they're
1: all dropping back and you know they're dropping 10 15 yards down the field right so if you throw something in front of them
0: Exactly. You're going to gain some yardage. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, let's incorporate some different things. You know, tonight I felt in the second half they should have came out and started dinking and dunking underneath, yeah, and putting some drives together because you know San Diego was dry. They were playing. Plus, it's a
1: little bit easier for the quarterback.
0: Of course, absolutely easier throws. You know, quick hitters into the flat. You know, what are they going to do? I mean, at worst-case scenario, they're picking up five, six yards at a time rather than, you know, balls 25 yards down the field that are falling incomplete and putting us in second and tens. You know, we, we had very few penalties. Mike, you know, you look at this game, no turnovers, very few penalties, right? There was on the offensive line again. I don't think you had a holding penalty the whole night. I I, I think we had an illegal man downfield. yeah. And a, and a false start, and that was the extent of it. I mean, so you're looking at this. You're looking at this. Off. Oh, we, we
1: had six penalties, as did they.
0: Right. I think. I think most of them came on defense, though, didn't they? That could be. I I don't know, Mike. I, I'd have to go back. And, oh, you know what? Tua also had a, um, a whatever you call
1: it. illegal throw.
0: Yeah. <laughs> grounding. Throw. Yeah, oh, yes. an intentional yeah. grounding. Right. He had an intentional grounding. I think the offense and defense each had, three, each had three penalties. But, Mike, that's neither here nor there. My point is, is that that wasn't a telling factor in the game. Right. It wasn't a situation where, oh, Jesus, we've got, uh, we're in second and 20 because of another holding penalty, or we're in first and 15 because of another false start over and over again. None of that took place. You know, we were in a position where you know, we were turning the ball over. We didn't do any of that. We were just not efficient. For a second week in a row, yep. it, it, you know it's it's just not. A <laughs> it's going to be
1: tough next week, but we'll talk about that on Wednesday.
0: Yeah, I don't know, Mike. It's disappointing. I know you, Doll fans out there, are very disappointed as well. I mean, you know, we go on national TV and we throw another stink bomb. You know, uh, we had a four o'clock game last week. It was a stink bomb. We had the night game against Pittsburgh. Uh, a stink bomb. You know, we we we've got a we got to be up to it. We just have to be, you know, and, and, you know, two has got to play better, Mike. I think the defensive guys that you mentioned were up to the task tonight. They really were, Um, you know, but man, the offense, Tyreek Hill played an outstanding football game, you know, I mean, what a heads up play on, on the 57 yard fumble, you know, Um, you know, and then the touchdown down the sideline. I mean, you take those two plays away, Mike, and, my goodness, you don't have anything to talk. I mean, can you think of anything else offensively that that is even worth talking about? Probably not.
1: No, I can't. Honestly, no. I can't.
0: I mean, I, and that's, that's really, really tough. You know, we had a couple of decent runs, you know, one by Mozart, one by Wilson. Right. And, I mean, that's where it begins, and that's where it ends. Yep. I mean, you know, that's it. That's it. That I is mean, it. that's it so you know we got to pick it back up when you know it's gonna be tough got to figure something out you know got to get our pick our heads up and go out and just play a really solid you know football game you know up up in buffalo
1: up in freezing weather at night
0: (laughs) man another night game too to boot lord have mercy let's hope we show up for that you know well we can hope all you can do we can hope Can't go you got to hope the coaches find
1: some answers. That's really what you have to hope.
0: Yeah, you, Mike, they have to figure out what is going on. Yeah, you know, I mean, the play calling is one thing, but the passes are just not – The
1: execution,
0: yeah. The execution the last two weeks has been just horrible, horrible. They, they've yep. got to figure it out. All right, Lewis. All right, Michael. You know, it's – uh going to do? Another rough week. Yep. Another rough week. Tomorrow yep. – Hopefully the uh you know the, this trip back is not going to be a good one for them. Hopefully they they get it together before they travel to Buffalo. We've already said it. So
1: yeah, it's that's a tall task. Yep. That is a tall task, but you know, that's what's out in front of them. So they've got to give it their best effort.
0: They got to put their big boy pants on, Mike. This is December, you yep. know. And yep. um, you know, we don't want to see another another season go by the wayside, you know.
1: Yeah, and 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 that's real close to happening. I mean, they they've fallen back to the pack as you mentioned, and uh, they're still in the playoff picture barely. And uh, if if they want to stay there, they're going to have to win some of these games going forward. Yeah, I think
0: I think they're the top wild card seed right now, Mike. But you know, they're going up to Buffalo next week, and um, right, you know, we're probably going to be underdogs without a doubt, especially over these last two weeks, and that's going to be a tough. Win So if you do drop that game, you're in a position where San Diego and some of these other teams that are behind you, um, are right there with you with a win right. next week. I mean, you could literally right. fall out of the, you know, out of one of the wild card positions with a loss. So, yep. you know, got to figure it out. All right, all right, Lewis.
1: Thanks all for right. joining me this evening. I know it wasn't fun.
0: It was a rough night. Rough yep. night. We just got to hope
1: they get it together. That's all. And, uh, We'll be back later in the week to talk about the game coming up. And until then, everybody fins up.
0: Fins up, Dolphins.
1: All right, that's today's show. I just want to remind everyone that the Fin Fans Podcast is proud to be part of DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network. Check out these sites, guys. There's lots of podcasts and information there that you'll enjoy. All right, until next time, be well and take care. Podcast Network.